This is Making Finances Easier with Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis from Providence Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Paul, Garrett, and Bruce provide their clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Making Finances Easier with Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis. Hello, this is Garrett Crawford with Making Finances Easier. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, today, I've got Bruce Landis here. Uh, Bruce uh, is the vice president of Providence Advisors Group, where we work, and uh, he hired me almost 10 years ago. And uh, so Bruce is a regular contributor here on the uh, radio show. And hey, Bruce, before we kind of jump into the discussion, I, I kind of thought a fun uh, question to throw out there. Uh, you know, I'm a younger guy, but uh, what was it like uh, growing up in the 60s? <laughs> That's a great question, Garrett. Well, Garrett, you have to realize that my upbringing, my dad had a, a big dairy farm, you know, and big in my area was 120 acres. So I remember the 60s, we were always outside. We were building forts. We were making trails through the woods. We were, <laughs> our imagination just ran wild. Uh, I can remember, I have two older brothers, and we would reenact uh, TV shows at that time. So Bonanza was huge, and Tarzan was a big, big show, you know. And so we had more reenactments of those uh, television shows out in our woods, in our farm, you know. So I just remember being outside all the time. And I think I've heard that there was a little bit less parental supervision back back in the day. I can't let my daughter walk halfway down the street, and that probably wasn't your experience, was it? It definitely wasn't. I remember, you know, I wouldn't see my mom, and, and she was fortunate to uh, be on the farm with my dad. They were a great team. And but uh, there'd be days I wouldn't see her until supper. Yeah. She'd like, what did you do today? I said, well, I was working, but I was down at the river, and then we were out in the woods. But that was commonplace. She never worried an iota, and neither did my dad. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I know you said your dad was a dairy farmer. Did he did he make you wake up at the crack of dawn or before crack of dawn to do that, or was that uh, uh, later in life? That's a good good question. So the beauty of being the young of three boys ah. is I was low on the totem pole, so I didn't have to get up early. But I did had a good regimen of my chores every single day, which has served me well throughout my life. But that one, I dodged the, you know, the responsibility. My brothers had to do that. Oh, cool. Uh, I was thinking, uh, I grew up in the 90s. I was born in 87. And it, it really was kind of a neat time uh, to be a kid. As I look back on it, I think it was probably one of the last generations to grow up as a kid without the internet. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I know once I hit high school and college, that started becoming a thing. But uh, 
to, to grow up in a disconnected world, I think has some benefits. Even, uh, you know, I've got little kids now and they know how to do Netflix and Prime and download uh, video games. It's, it, you know, it, it comes with, with good and challenges at yes. the same time. But uh, it, it is interesting how our experiences are, are vastly different based on uh, when we were born and really where we were born, too. That's true. Um, all right, Bruce, well, let's jump in here. Uh, I thought it would be... Uh, interesting you know i don't i don't uh work with people uh in the same way that you do with our clients i know that uh you have your hand in medicare planning for a lot of our clients but i also i wanted to spend today's show uh talking about that element of long-term care planning and so i have an office right next door to you and have for years so i've i've learned uh quite a bit through osmosis just hearing you talk to clients uh but again i'm not a specialty in fact when when clients ask questions to paul and i it's hey let's set an appointment with bruce so that he can answer your questions because you have to be in that day in and day out but i thought uh well i guess first i just introduce you you know uh these days you are a uh, what they call a dave ramsey trusted advisor for long-term care and you work with a lot of people from different areas in the southeast where are those areas that you're working right now yeah good question garrett a technology zoom you know i'm on zoom calls throughout the day and i'm busier now than i have ever been in my 20 plus year career and so i have the privilege of, of really helping some of the finest people on this earth i I help many folks in Virginia, Central Virginia. Uh, my territories go into lots of North Carolina, South Carolina. I help a friend of mine who serves all the folks in Georgia. So Georgia, uh, I am helping quite a number of folks in the Georgia area. Obviously, Tennessee we, yep. uh, help. And then uh, the other day, the most of the state of Louisiana uh, needed somebody to help him and I said uh, well I'll take it yeah so I don't know if that was wise or not but I uh, it's keeping us busy and it's it's a good microcosm of what's happening in America you know I see uh, one of the first things I do with every single call every single request is I ask why are you looking into this and I hear two refrains constantly. Uh, we are taking care of a parent. We just got done taking care of a parent. And they did not have any plans in place. And that was very, very difficult. Or I'm hearing for the first time, which is just wonderful, I am hearing on a consistent daily basis, my parents put plans in place 15 Mm. years ago, 20 years ago, and we, Bruce, are seeing the fruit of that wise planning, and we are so grateful. It is a game changer. And if you'd have told me when I started my career, because no one had long-term care coverage and insurance at that point, it was all kind of brand new, that 20 years later, I would hear children saying, I want to be like my mom and dad. They put coverage in place and really have protected us. That's interesting. As you're saying that, uh, 
on the financial planning side uh, that we do on our side, uh, estate planning works a lot like that. So mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you how many times clients will come in or prospective clients will come in and they'll say, my mom and dad uh, just had everything buttoned up and it was so easy mm-hmm. uh, and it causes them to want to do the same thing versus, you know, a child that said, you know, on the opposite end of that spectrum, you know, we had no idea what mom and dad had at all. It was everywhere and it was just a challenge and that causes them. So it's interesting that you're, mm, you're starting to see down the, down the road where long-term care planning uh, causes yeah, the next generation good. to do the same thing. Good, good comment. Uh, okay. So I know 2022, Paul and I've talked about it a lot, has been a interesting market year where the market has uh, been going down, but interest rates have been going up, inflation has been going up. Does that come up with your conversations of long-term care, whether whether it is a good time right now to be looking at that, or should I wait until everything uh, mellows out and steadies before I should uh, be considering long-term care planning? Garrett, you ask good questions. So it's an interesting... uh, situation that's happening right now because interest rates are going up the insurance companies who invest in long-term you know investments t-bills and other things i have seen many of them lower their prices during this time uh and again being at this for a while i thought i haven't seen that for a long time so actually in today's economy, you can get a better value than you could have a year ago because the many of the companies have lowered their base rates because they're able, they're getting a greater return on their safe investments. Mm-hmm. And they're passing that on to the consumer by lowering their rates. So this is a really good time to be looking into this. Well, I remember reading uh, a couple of years ago when interest rates were low uh, that sometimes that can be a challenge for these insurance companies. So uh, that, that's uh, what I was hoping your answer was going to be is that uh, <laughs> well, that's that the truth. I see it. Interest rates can actually be good for some people out there yeah, uh, exactly going right. up. So, insurance companies, interest rising interest rates are very good for them. Um, I might have an elementary perspective of this, but when I think about somebody that's planning uh, for retirement and they're uh, told that a long-term care expense is the largest or one of the largest out-of-pocket expenses that they'll face, um, I tend to think that there's three main ways to plan for long-term care. The first one being, hey, whatever happens, happens. Uh, you know, I, I go through my savings and my investments and I end up on Medicaid. You know, maybe that's not so bad after all. Uh, option two is maybe some type of long-term care insurance. And then option three is, hey, I'll self-insure. And so I thought, I wonder if maybe you could take a couple minutes, uh, if somebody were to come into your office or you had an appointment, how would you, is, is that a fair way to put it? Or are there pitfalls of any one of those that would cause somebody to maybe second guess? Yeah, I think, Garrett, that's a good helicopter view that that's kind of three main defaults. You know, some folks just are going to qualify for Medicaid very quickly. And uh, I think the majority of Tennesseans actually 
you know, when they get in trouble, they are on the Medicaid rolls because they just qualify pretty quickly. And uh, that gets, there's some choppy water in that. And there's, for folks that are maybe in that situation, they need to research and say, well, what does it mean to go on TennCare in Tennessee or Medicaid in other states? Um, so then obviously the self-insuring is people ask all the time, well, how much do I have to have to self-insure? And I said, well, that's a great question. I just tell me how long you're going to need care. Yeah, and I can that's the hard one. <laughs> I can answer that question. I can tell them this, though, and this is a common answer. We are fortunate that we'll have, we have clients that have excess of three, four, five million dollars in, in investable assets. And many of them have long-term care uh, solutions or insurance in place. And their response to me is, Bruce, why would I cover a big risk out of my savings and investments on my own when I can take just a small portion of that, invest in a long-term care product, and let that insurance company take my big risk? They say, Bruce, that's kind of how I made my money in the first place. (laughs) So if you're thinking, oh, I have enough, well, there's lots of people that have a lot more and have, you know, gone the route that they feel very uncomfortable uh, allocating most or a good chunk of their savings to this, this challenge. And so, and then obviously the third element that you talked about is long-term care insurance planning. And again, Paul, uh, started out in 1993. I followed him shortly after that in this type of planning, and we've been doing it for, you know, since that time. And I think, and I think this is a true statement, I think the products and the solutions on the market now are better than any time during my career. They're so diversified. You can get a whole plethora of solutions And my job is to try to figure out what solution is going to fit this household the best. And uh, it could be a tough question, but what are you looking for when somebody, uh, when when you're meeting with them to help them understand what is a a good solution? Yeah, good, good question. So the first place I go, Garrett, is age. That's a big deal because... In insurance planning uh, solutions, everything is based on age. And people say, I'm just going to (laughs) wait. I say, well, get ready. These, uh, this coverage goes up incrementally every single year that you wait. If you start and put your protection in place, then your policies are locked in according to your age and your health. And, but if you wait, every year you get older, the plans get more expensive. And so age is a big factor. However, the biggest factor of all is health. All of these companies make you go through extensive health underwriting. And that includes lots of questions on an application. It includes, for almost all companies now, uh, uh, an interview, they call it a health interview, but that's done by phone. Yeah. 
and then they pull medical records in almost all cases, and some they do what's called face-to-face, where they just have kind of a paramed exam where they want to see you and ask cognitive questions, and they give you a little mini cognitive scan. So of the factors that go into when we're listening to folks and they're drawing us, you know, wanting to get our help, the health is the biggie. Because if you don't do this when you're healthy, then you can't get approved. And that is the biggest challenge of my profession. I have folks that, oh, Bruce, I need this, I want this, and I have to be the bearer of bad news and say, I don't think I can get you approved Hmm. with any solutions that are out there. They have missed their window of health qualification. And that's tricky. How, how would they even go about knowing what they have? Is that something that you help people with where they have old policies and you look at them or uh, any, any experience with that? Yeah, so that actually I have a couple of those in my email box today that I, people are asking, hey, I'm 81 and I got a policy. Well, that's going to be a pretty easy answer because at 81, most companies will no longer insure you at that age. So that one's going to be an easy response. Keep it. Yeah. (laughs) Stay the course. Don't give that baby up. Uh, So uh, some are easy. If they've had them for a long time, people think, oh, maybe I can get a better deal. Impossible. There is just no way. Because remember, earlier in the show, we talked about your premiums and your cost is based on your age of application and your health. So if health has changed, that's going to radically affect prices. And obviously age has changed. And in the case of the 81-year-old, he or she cannot get new oh, yeah. coverage. So they, I tell them, stay the course. Now, it's a good question you're bringing up because some of these older policies, and I've done this for enough years to see this, and we have, it's interesting, Garrett, you know our philosophy, but we've never been married to one company. We try to represent almost every single insurance company that we can in the state of Tennessee or other states. And that is nice because then we can shop the market to figure out which plan at that time is going to be best. But some of these older plans that some of these listeners have, they've experienced rate increases where those companies have to file yeah, I've heard requests about those. Yeah, with the, their state that they got their policy. And then those insurance companies can get permission to raise rates. And that's really challenging for some of these older policies because they got them at a certain rate way back when. And now it's bumped up 50%, you know, 40%, maybe even higher at times. And those, again, though, you know, there's that gets to be a tough situation. You don't. The insurance companies would love for the listener to drop their policy. Don't ever do that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, unless it's a dire situation. What you have in value far surpasses any kind of rate increase. However, there are, there are adjustments and there are tweaks that we can do to help lower their policy after some of these old uh, plans have had rate increases where it's still affordable and they still have protection. So if the listener is out there and you just got a rate adjustment, be careful. Do not 
get mm. lose that policy. And children are listening. A lot of times I see children will step in and pay the difference because they know how valuable that is to their household. Okay. Well, uh, let's, uh, with our last couple minutes here, uh, say somebody is out there listening and they've uh, either got a long-term care insurance policy already or they're saying, hey, it's finally time. You've convinced me it's time to look into you know, how we'd pay for this in retirement if we needed an extended care event. Uh, I think the the listeners, as you're driving or whatever you're doing uh, today, is that you think, well, when should I do that? That is a really big question. When, when, when? Tell me when. Well, that's a tough one. I can tell you the national average, and that can help educate you. The national average today for traditional long-term care, folks are putting those plans in place at age 55. So that means lots of 40-year-olds and lots of early 50s, and of course, obviously, folks over 55. Now, why are they doing that? Well, they know the price point is very, very favorable, but the prize of all prizes is their health Mm -hmm. is still good. So I've had many folks, boy, Bruce, I've been putting this off. I've been putting this off, you know, and I just, I was kind of afraid to check into it. Don't, don't be in that category. Take a step and at least explore because naturally we're going to have headwinds against us in our own minds, in our own souls that say, oh, put that off, put that off. Don't put this off if it is on your mind. Uh, classic case. Last week, I have a woman who's been insured for 20 years. Her husband needed care about four years after he got his plans. Mm. And she said, Bruce, I just knew that we needed this. I just knew that we needed this. I would tell him we need this. We need this. But he knew you as a friend. (laughs) And she said, your friendship and your influence in his life put him over the edge and we got plans in place and I just knew that was the right thing to do and she never dreamed that four years later he would need need care well uh, I think that's a good place uh, to end it today I know um, one last thought is I've heard you in the past say uh, when people come in hey let's apply (laughs) let's uh, see what benefits they'll actually offer us before we get the cart before the horse and that can be a great first step you know there is no contractual you have to buy but uh, apply see what's available to you and then you can make the informed decision on whether whether it fits you or not because you'll never ever know uh, unless you go through that planning process. Well said. Um, so anyway, uh, if you if, if that is something you want to address, uh, you can meet with Bruce and he can help you. That's 865-770-5031. Go ahead and leave us a message and we'll get back to you first thing on Monday or you can visit our website, makingfinanceseasier.com. Thank you for listening to Making Finances Easier. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, or Bruce Landis at Providence Wealth Management. Call 865-770-5031 or visit them online 
at makingfinanceseasier.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Providence Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Tennessee. Insurance products and services are offered through Providence Advisors Group, LLC. Providence Advisors Group, LLC, and Providence Wealth Management, LLC, are affiliated companies. Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis and Providence Wealth Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.